Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Today, we're talking about just owning it. And and what that really means is just own your story. And this has been super like in a microscope for me lately because I'm, I'm writing a book, which some people know, and I'm putting it out there because everyone's my accountability partner then because they have to ask me how it's going and I have to make sure I make progress, but I'm owning it through that. And so I think this, this subject is so pertinent right now in, in my headspace because for so many of us, we feel like we need to hide parts of our story or we feel like we need to diminish them, right? Or not share them. And, and I think we're in a time and space of just people want the real, right? They want the authentic, they want the bruises and the scrapes and the scars and the good stuff. And, and so I've got Erin Duffy here with me, who's the founder and CEO at Inspiration Squared. And she brought this idea to me to say, you know, because of her background, which she'll tell you about in a moment, that this is just such an important thing for all of us to know how to own our stories, how to tell our stories, right? And really do that in an authentic way. And as, as leaders, no matter what you do, I think it's important because that's how people connect. That's how they trust us. That's how they really believe in what we're saying and what we're doing. And so Erin, I just want to say thank you for being here and for sharing this unique perspective and your, your, your unique story, which you're going you're gonna to talk about here in a, in a moment. Well, thank you, Jamie. It's so great to be here. And it's such an honor um, to be on this podcast and really to speak about this subject. Um, I think it is something that is so needed and so necessary for this time. Um, and I think that for me, I came into it through my own story, to be very honest with you. So um, my background really was sort of a dual profession. So I spent a good 25 plus years in corporate America. I was in a creative agency out in Silicon Valley. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, started out, you know, as a young account manager um, and climbed up that ladder uh, to becoming vice president of marketing and business development. And it was a wonderful career to be very honest with you, we had a blast. It was so much fun. And we had some really high level clients, you know, Fortune 50 clients. Uh, we did just amazing work, loved it. I feel so grateful to have had that experience. I also at the same time was a professional singer and actor um, and pursuing that with the same vigor as I was my, my business career. I did that for 25 years, doing a lot of stage work. Um, did a lot of, uh, you know, jazz gigs. I also am a cabaret singer and cabaret singing is all about taking the story of a song and presenting that with your own authentic voice. So taking those lyrics, finding out what that true story is and making it yours and presenting it. Um, and, and I had a deep, deep love for that as much as I did my other career. And I will say it was around 2016 when I sort of felt this calling that managing the dual career, I was getting to a point where it wasn't enough anymore. I really wanted to do something more with both of those careers. I, I remember hearing that sort of voice inside saying, gosh, I wish I could merge these two careers together and do something special with them. Now, I didn't really know what that statement meant at the time, but I remember the calling and it was really, really deep. Um, and then I would say around that same time, 
in the world of my creative agency, our world was changing significantly. Um, a lot of the reasons of th that was happening is we had dealt with the offshoring model that was happening with a lot of our clients. Um, so a lot of the services that we provided from a creative standpoint were going away. Mm -hmm. And we had to sort of recreate ourselves. And I would say I you know, spent a great deal of time from probably 2012 until 2016 trying to define who are we now as an agency. Um, and to be honest with you, it was actually fun and engaging. It also was incredibly scary because we really didn't know who we were now because we couldn't be what we were for 20 years. Um, and I had an, an amazing team with me, loved it, had a great time. But what ended up happening, Jamie, is a lot of the stuff that attracted me to being in the agency, being creative, you know, watching my customers be successful through the efforts that we did for them was going away. The things that made me joyful, the things that got me excited to get out of bed in the morning, was slowly, slowly seeping away. And it was around 2017 when I realized that it wasn't enough anymore. Mm -hmm. I looked at my job, I looked at what I was doing, and really the only thing I could say at that point was I get paid really well. And everybody who knows me is, Erin doesn't show up at work because she gets paid really well. I mean, I'm grateful for it and I, do love getting paid, we all do. But the three major things that were important to me, that creativity, that relationships with my clients, and building great teams was gone. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to make it happen, yeah. but it, it, the more I worked, the more I realized it was gone. And so I made the big decision, middle of 2017, to leave. I just said, it, it's time to go and to figure out what's next. And Jamie, when I left, I remember saying to all of my friends and colleagues and professional friends that don't really know yet what I'm going to do. But what I do know is I want to take all of my experiences, my passions, my talents, and do something where I felt like I was making a difference. I... So there's, there's so many things. I'm like scribbling feverishly. No, <laughs> and this is, I just believe these things happen at the right time is I just got done writing a whole chapter uh, kind of about some of the things you're talking about, because I think so many of us experience this is I call it the rumble. Mm. And the reason I call it the rumble is it starts kind of in your gut. Like something just doesn't feel right. Like, and then you kind of ignore it and you keep going and then it gets a little stronger. And then you're like, and now parts of other parts of my body are reacting. And eventually that rumble is so loud that you're like, uh, I got to listen to this. I've got to pay attention to what's going on. And it's, it's really that inner feeling or that inner intuition that something needs to change right? Whatever that might exactly. be. It could be a relationship. It could be your career. It could be whatever, your health, right? Exactly. It can be a lot of different things, but that's what I, when you talk about it, that's what I hear is that rumble just got stronger and stronger and louder and louder. And eventually you just couldn't ignore it anymore, right? You had to do something yes. different. You, I love that word rumble. That is just so brilliant because that's exactly what it is. There's a shift going on inside that we do everything as professionals, as leaders to fix it, you know, um, add more to my job or, oh, I can try to do this. I can try to do that. But that rumble doesn't go away because it's truly your intuition. It's truly your unique self. 
screaming uh -huh. to come out. Yes. Because what I discovered through this whole journey and what in turn I ended up building as a company was answering to that voice. Because what happens in our mid-career, and I'm finding it's that mid-career where, mm -hmm. you know, we have, you know, our incredible education, you know, we've climbed up, we've, you know, gotten our jobs, we've climbed up that ladder, we have some good success, and we've made our place in the world, our voice is starting to be heard, and inside, there's that intuition, it's our soul speaking back, going through that journey, there's parts of yourself you sort of checked at the door, mm -hmm. or you sort of let dormant, or you were kind of afraid to show it because you want it to be like you thought everybody else wanted you to be. You want to follow the rules, right? This is what follow I'm Follow the rules, to do. exactly. Like, oh, yeah. I should be more like them. Oh, they're so much smarter than me. I should emulate them. And as we did that in our 20s and our 30s, you know, it, it, it certainly brought great success. I know it did for me. But what I also realized as I hit that mid-career, and especially because I was doing two, my dual careers, it was through that performing world where, especially when I hit the world of cabaret and you bringing Aaron's authentic voice, not me trying to be a character, but Aaron singing that song and you hearing it in a different way because it's my version of that song. When I started to really grab hold of that authentic voice of mine and realize when I showed up like that, people listened. And when I started to bring that into the business world and started to show up in meetings more like that, more people listen. More people want to be like that. You could walk into a conference room and if I really brought all myself to that conference room and I didn't check parts of myself at that door, it was amazing how you could see the room get more grounded. Everybody got a little bit more relaxed. They listened better mm -hmm. because I was being authentic. I was being vulnerable. I was messing up, you know, and I was laughing at myself and being honest about it versus, versus having that wall where I have to be perfect or I have to be that smart. I have to pretend I'm smarter than I, you know, that person over there. Because what I discovered too, through my singing, and I started to bring this into business was that line I think I shared with you before, which comes directly out of my performing world, directly out of cabaret, which the great Barbara Cook had said um, about if we all showed up 100% authentic ourselves, we have no competition. And when I learned that in the performing world, it, could, it, it was a game changer because suddenly there was no longer that competition. It was celebrating those other singers while they're celebrating me. And when I started bringing that into the business world, wow, I mean, Jamie, it was just like, it, you could feel the change. And that's because it came from me. And so I decided to sort of marry those, my, all that business experience. Because I understand the mid-career professional. I am them. I understand the mid-career leader who is right at the precipice of that next huge step. And they're like, wait, I want to take, I, I know I'm in a great place. I know I'm where I'm at. I want to be the best leader I can possibly be. That's the time you want to reclaim and own those unique 
parts of yourself because in turn that makes you a stronger and better more authentic leader and that is what we need today we yeah. need people to show up 100% authentic themselves and not trying to be like that other leader be yourself and so in turn I sort of took you know all that business experience and that performing experience and I built a program specifically around helping people to rediscover and own their story and their voice. And it literally is a game changer. Game changer, not just in their career, but like you were saying earlier, in their life. A lot of people will come through in this program, they come through the career door. It's like they're at that point, they're ready for you know, that change and they don't quite know what it is. Mm -hmm. And once they start doing the program, it's amazing you start seeing the ahas happening day one because they're tapping back into themselves and not looking outside to find that answer. They're and looking that was, inward. That was going to be a question I was going to ask you is you do see this really bleed across because it's life, it's right? Life. There's personal and professional, but there's, there's a lot. It's really you, right? Across exactly. both. It is. And one thing I see in leaders that we coach is they struggle sometimes, especially in that midlife, right? Is they're like, they're kind of finding themselves and they're finding their mentors and who they want to learn from. And then there's some point where you have to come back to center, right? And, and take everything you've learned and kind of define again who you are based right. on all that experience. And sometimes coming back to center is hard because you feel like you have to be different in the office, right? And have to have a different story and a different approach than you do personally. And I know a lot right. of leaders that would say their family would describe them in one way and the people at the office would describe them in a different way. And I was that person too, I think for a long time, because I would show up a little differently because I thought I had to, but it's exhausting. It's exhausting. So right what, guidance, yeah, what guidance do you give somebody that's sitting in that space right now and feeling like they can't be authentically, right? Own their story and be authentically themselves across both. You know, what I tell them is that you can be, and what it is, is giving yourself the permission to do that, to allow yourself to try it on. You know, you want to be able to leave that house and go into work and be your authentic self. Yes, you're professional at work. Professional does not mean that you have to check your real self out the door when you walk in the door. And quite honestly, walking in with those unique attributes that make you who you are, it makes you a better leader because people are screaming for that. They really are. When you walk in and they see that person where the wall has been torn down and you're showing up fully present, the people around you are so wanting that. It makes them want to work for you. Well, the confidence is contagious too. I mean, they then start to feel like they can show up in that same yeah. way. And I think as a leader, and I know that's how I felt. I wanted the people around me to have that kind of confidence. I wanted to, to be that example, to give them the confidence to show up in their unique story and in their unique voice. Because I realized the reason that we hire people, we don't hire people to be versions of ourselves. We see them, like when we interview somebody for a job, we see them, we see them like, oh, I love her you know, talent in this and her experience in that. And I just love her personality. 
we're hiring them to come into the company to bring that. We don't want, we don't want to, we don't want to shut down their light. We really don't. We need them as leaders to bring themselves fully to the company. It only, only helps the company in the end to have people come in that way. So as leaders, we need to be an example of that, you yeah. know, and show and that. To, and some of that is some deep analysis, right? Is we yeah. think about what we're really good at and what we bring to the table because that confidence again yes. is, is knowing who we are and also where our gaps are in having that vulnerability to say, I'm really good at this, but man, when we get into that space, yeah, it's just yeah. not something that gives me energy that I'm good at, that it, yeah. it's owning some of that. And yeah. I think more people around you can feel open to owning it then at the same time. Yes. And, you know, and that's such a great point because I've had, you know, so many clients that have done that deep work with me. And what's fascinating is rediscovering those things that you just love that are just so juicy and it just makes you want to jump out of bed. And then also realizing oh my goodness, I've been spending so much time over here doing X and this does not at all fulfill me or I, I really don't like doing it, but I just have to do it and realizing, wait, without this and if I could do all of this, holy cow, I would just be this spark, you know, every time, you know, jumping out of bed in the morning and going to work. And it's, it's finding that courage to be able to reflect and look at those things and realize the importance of what is really your strengths and really what you value the most and the, and, and the skills and, and just the traits that you bring to the table that it's, it's your unique package. And when you're able to identify those things and identify the things that really are not you, but you're like forcing yourself, but if you were able to move that away and put all your time and energy into who you are uniquely, I mean, it's, it's a game changer for people. I mean, it's like, I've had clients who, you know, they thought it was the company they worked for. I don't yeah. like the company. I, I got to get out of here. I just don't know what I want to do next. And what they ended up finding, it wasn't necessarily the company. The company completely aligned with who they are and their values, but they realized they were in the wrong job. Like, I didn't want to be in X. I really wanted to be doing this. And guess what? They had the opportunity to very easily make that change because the company said, yes, we want you because they were showing up differently. They were bringing more of themselves to work and they weren't afraid to express, you know what? I'm really good at this. Can I give this a try? And why, so the people you work with, right? And you're coaching and, and why do we struggle with that so much? Like, why do we struggle, I guess, to kind of get over that initial hurdle of that awareness of, of owning, you know, who we are and that self-reflection? Like, why is that so hard? You know, I think, you know, a great deal of it is a lot of grief, a lot of fear. And then there's some grief involved in that as well. But it's really the fear. It's the fear of, of change. It's the fear of acknowledging that, holy cow, I've been doing this for 10 years and I really have been miserable for the last five. And, but if I got out or if I try to make a change, I, I won't have the security anymore or I'm making a really good salary. Do I really want to give this up? And they're making things like that, you know, have all the power, not realizing the power is actually within them. 
And it's, go ahead. It's not apologizing for, you know, what, what worked for you for 25 years in your career, you had a great time, but that doesn't mean there's, so when you decide to change or you want something more or different, I think a lot of us feel guilty because it's like, it's negating what we've done up to this point. And that's not, you're not turning your back on that and saying that isn't good. It's that now you want something different. Exactly. And that, you know, Jamie was, which is, what is so great about doing a deep dive into your stories because you get to find that you get to see you're right what i love about life you know everything your past is perfect it truly is all of your experiences got you to where you are today and this in turn by reflecting on where you are today plus reflecting back and finding those strengths finding those stories that really defined you and reclaiming those. And you may have said, gosh, darn, this really charges me up and I haven't been doing it for 10 years. It doesn't mean those 10 years is lost. No, because you've gained so much experience from it. But now you have the ability to reclaim that stuff and say, okay, I want to do something different or I want to merge this together or I'm bringing more of myself to this job. I'm not going to be afraid anymore to speak up. I'm not going to be afraid to say I want more because I know I can give you more. I can do more. Um, And it all really comes down to getting away from the fear and and, and a lot of it is doing that inner work. And what's interesting is, and I know for me when I, was able to put together the program is that I realized the big aha I had was, you know, you know, for years before I actually made the decision to leave and and create my own thing, you're, when you hit this point, when you're like, "Ah, I know there's more, I know I need that there's more out there for me. Um, You go and you look outward, you're looking, you're doing the programs, you're going, reading all the books. And then you learn a lot, but a lot of times, life gets busy and you get back to, mm-hmm. you know, the same, you know, merry-go-round you might be on and still nothing has really changed or maybe it's slightly changed, but you're still doing what you're doing and you're still not feeling right. And it's when I really discovered because it's not out there, it's within you. And if yeah. you can tap into that and face that fear, because there's so much more beyond the fear, there's so much joy in that rediscovery. It's, you know, I always say this, I, I, I should take pictures of my clients day one and pictures of them on the last day when we're finished with the program. Cause I would bet you, Jamie, you would see a change in their face yeah. because there, there's a glow that happens because they're, they're grounded. They're in their skin. They're mm-hmm. feeling authentic and there's nothing better for them, and I also say for the world, if we could all show up that way, mm-hmm. it's amazing what we can all do. And it makes me think of that quote that, you know, fear and faith cannot coexist. Mm-hmm. So you're either in fear yep. or you have faith, right? Yes. It can't be yeah. the same, you really. You're right. And so that faith is the courage piece to yeah. step out and try something knowing what's the worst thing that can happen, right? If I try to do something different. And so there's likely people listening that are in that place right now. And, mm-hmm. and given everything that's going on, people might, might not be ready to change jobs or, you know, everything right. is already unstable in the world we're in today. Right. But 
how can we prepare, right? Because this, this is a journey too. It's not like you just quit your job and then go figure it out. It's, there's a journey. And so if someone's listening, like what are, where do they start? Like what are just a couple of simple things that they can do to kind of feel like they're taking a step in this direction? You know, I think a really good place to start, especially right now, right now is such a really reflective time and we do have time. Now is really a time to sit back and one easy step is to really look at your current situation and really reflect on what is it that you love about your current situation and what is it that you don't like about your current situation and write that list and then look at it and see how much of the what you don't like is showing up every single day and see the balance of that list. Mm -hmm. And if you find that what you don't like is really imbalanced, like it's really large, this is a really good time to start thinking about what do you want next? What's missing? And really sitting down, if, if you could write a letter to yourself five years from now, what would that letter be? Sit down and write that letter. Who do you want to be five years from now? And look back at that and then compare it to the things you love and the things that you don't love and see how much of what you love is showing up in that. And if so, this is a great time to really reflect on what you want next. What is your next move? Um, talk about that love and don't love. And I think that's a great thing. And a lot of people, at least with our clients, because some of the coaching clients will say they almost get like, you're on a record that's repeating. Like, it's not that they, they don't know if they love it or not. They just know they can do it. Right. Like I right. can do it. It's fine. Right. Um, and so what we talk about is your energy. Right. Mm. So we all know, you know, right. Energy journaling, which sounds crazy to some people, but it actually works mm -hmm. on like, take a week and journal. Just write, jot down, I came out of that meeting, right? I was recording that podcast with Aaron and I came out and my heart was beating faster. Like I felt super energized. What was I doing during that time? Mm -hmm. Or the reverse is I came out of that and felt super kind of low energy. Why? And just kind mm -hmm. of sometimes jotting down the subject of the meeting, right? Or what the conversation was about or what you were actually doing. Were you writing? Were you like, when did you have that high energy, low energy times can sometimes help people see through the, I can do these things, but I don't necessarily yeah. think love it. Right. Yeah. So define love is yeah. so many of us kind of hang out in that middle zone. I think until we yeah. really start to understand the high and low that yeah. we're just okay with it all. And we don't put it into those buckets. Yeah, I love that exercise. That kind of reminds me of one of the exercise, exercises I have, which is called your emotional satisfaction DNA. Yes. And have people go through this, like, this big list of just things that we do, you know, and, and across the board. And I have people rank it and really look what are the top 10 things. And then it's like, are these showing up today? You yeah. know, and if this is not showing up today at all, and yet this is your emotional satisfaction DNA, yours. If you do, and basically to me, those 10 things are game changers. If you don't have these, you don't get to be fully you. Like, you're right. It's easy to, you know, these things are easy to do. I know how to do it. I just do it. When we start to get language like that, you got to check in with yourself because yeah. you want to have that heart pump. If you're ever using the word, it's fine. 
that's good. Yeah. I'm like, really? Like, fun and good? They're great afterwards, yeah. but not something you want about something you're really passionate about. Exactly. Like, fine and good. Yeah, exactly. That's such a good example. And so many people say that. Do you ever have a conversation with somebody? You know, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? I'm fine. And that's it, like period. And Gosh. oh, we got to go farther than that. Yeah. And yeah. that's like, we got to check in with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and don't be afraid to, and I think this is what you're saying and through your program is, is while you're in the safe space, you still have a job and you still, you can do this, yeah. this assessment at the exact yeah. same time. In fact, that's when you should do it. You should it's, do it. And then figuring out, I think so many people think, well, that perfect thing that I want to do doesn't exist. Yeah. And I, that's not necessarily the case. It's right. just, you have to get curious about it to know what it looks like to be able to articulate it to other people that yeah. might know someone, or maybe it's your own thing, right? Yeah. Like you did is you couldn't find it anywhere. So you did your own. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And you, you just hit, you just hit it. You just nailed it. Seriously. It's this time is the time to do it. It's not when like you leave a job, I'll start today. It's like, if you're feeling this way, if you're in your job right now and it's okay, you know, you're getting paid well and you're happy to have a job and you love where you work, but there's that voice. There's that thing going on inside saying this just isn't enough or I want something different. This is the time to do this deep work. You can do it. You can do, you could do it anytime. And the best time to reflect is now. If that's the voice going on inside is right yep. now. Yeah. If, yeah. There's no right, you know, the Chinese proverb, the best time to plant, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the next best time is today. It's today. Oh, it's I love don't that. get down on ourselves that I should have done it before. Should, should, should. It's, yeah. Take an action today then, right? I mean, it's a fresh start and, and make that decision to do something. I think that's yeah. really the message here is to take yes. Yeah. So if, if people are like, yes, yes, that's how I feel right now. How can people get more information about you, your program, just kind of how you could potentially help them during this transition or this discovery? Well, they can definitely go to my website, which is uh, www dot inspiration squared.com and squared is S Q R D dot com. And, and also I should tell you, Jamie, that right now I actually have a free gift for your listeners because I put together, I have a micro course that I put together. It's 20 minutes and I call it dare to dream, escape your mid-career slump. And right now, because we're sort of in this time of unpredictability, I guess is what we'd call this. It's a great time to maybe if you're reflecting or thinking, or if this really resonates with you, um, I would highly recommend taking this course and it's at uh, www.escapetheslump.com. Um, and it really kind of walks through three simple golden nuggets of my process, but the three things I did when I went through this journey myself. So okay. check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm offering for free right now because this is the time, you know, right now, you know, the world is changing before our eyes and we're evolving in, in, a, in a new world and where yeah. we're, how we're moving forward. I wanna be part of 
helping people move forward through this. So, and I love that. And that's a lot of what we're doing right now is we're just giving some of this because people need it instead of spinning their wheels, they need it to kind of move them forward. And if we help in that way, to me, that's a ripple effect, right? That we really want to have. So we will make sure and include all of this in the podcast notes too, so that everybody's got it and a connection to you. I'm assuming they can reach out to you on LinkedIn too, if they have questions for sure. and, And that kind of thing. Yes, for Thank sure. Thank you for being here and for sharing this, your journey and sharing kind of how you got to this point and what you've developed, because I think it's going to help so many people. Great. Thank you, Jamie. This has been just a delightful conversation. I really have enjoyed myself today. Thank you. And to all the listeners, you know, just thank you for continuing to engage. You know, I say this all the time, but I'm so grateful for this community. I'm grateful for the feedback that we get on these podcasts and the impact that it has for you. And hopefully now is a time of of reflection, given everything that's going on and you have some time during the day to to listen to podcasts like this and to to really use this to help get you unstuck, whatever that that stuck piece is, because there's a lot of different ways to get stuck and there's a lot of different ways to to get out of it, right? And to get unstuck. So thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you can get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.